0: This is the video junkyard podcast.
1: A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. It's a lion, it's a it's
2: it's The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass.
0: From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-eight, with the strength of twenty demons. It's time.
1: And welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Video Junker Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson, and with me as always my very good friends and co-hosts, Eric L. Branson and Ryan Steiskel. Gentlemen, it's been a while since we've all been here together. How's it going? It's going good yeah it's like, I, good good to be here
0: with everyone so, yeah good, we just got done talking to talking for two hours <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: kind of ring, particularly uh chatty this so. evening prior to recording so. yeah i feel good to be back from my long sabbatical from the podcast um well, i'm i have dry mouth i have no water and i really crave a cinnamon bun other than I'm, that i'm, doing I'm very
1: great. proud of you for finally yeah. being able to gnaw your way through the duct tape um you, I mean... you, i'll be honest it took you longer than i thought um and i'm glad you didn't call the cops yeah i thought i heard him like i mean
0: i did try to call the cops but... sounds during the last couple episodes but i i yeah, will we say i did i
2: did try to call yeah. the cops but i will say once you know, like your fingerprints are like removed from like the seventh layer of duct tape yeah. um Apparently, touch screens on your phone just don't recognize you as not living really. anymore.
1: No, not... Um, it, it takes a while. It takes a while yeah. for that to come could back. could have been all it, the blood, happen. too. Tough <laughs> to fucking
2: tell. Well, um, we had to... We not have to my blood. It, you know. <laughs> it was the blood well, of another person. It was their phone, but... Well, a couple know, of anyway. people. A couple When you of get, people. like, held back yeah. as long as I have, you go feral. Welcome back to,
0: you know, yeah. the show and consciousness and all that stuff, so... Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: uh... So yeah, we're actually going to start kind of a two-part. Though technically, this is a it was an unintentional three-part. Um, you know, we, we yeah. last time we we had an episode. Of course, we talked about um, the the movie Altered States, and that was kind of the beginning of this kind of sci-fi series. Uh, even though the yeah. next two, the one, the two that we originally, the reason we did that one is because uh, William Hurt had passed away, but the movies we're going to be talking about this week and next week are kind of 80s unsung 80s sci-fi comedies yeah um technically that that aspect altered states definitely does not have (laughs) right more of a sci-fi horror that philosophical sci-fi it's a weird movie as we discussed Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah so we're going to be talking about a couple of uh 80s science movies that don't get enough attention and see if maybe that's For a good reason or not. So, um, the first one that we're going to talk about, though, this week is, uh, gosh, one that honestly I think this viewing might have been my very first time watching it all the way through, Uh, but I had some members of which we'll talk about here in a second. But what we're going to be discussing first tonight is the 1985 American teen science fiction comedy, My Science Project.
0: In 1955, an extraordinary object landed on Earth. Has the uh, press gotten wind of this yet? We don't think so, sir. If this got out, it could change the course of civilization. Briefly. Well, they pulled the engine out. Get rid of it. In 1985, seniors at Kit Carson High Hey, school tax, Jellyfish. Come on, come on, come on.
1: We're working on their science projects. When Mike Harmon discovered the
0: engine, it.
2: He fixed it. Yeah. Unless your project is Dino Supreme, you both get D's. Hey, I'll take it.
0: And he called
1: it my science project. <laughs> but he didn't turn it in.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 he turned it
2: loose seen lights like this at an Ozzy Osbourne concert. This is bigger than the planet.
0: Is this like when you told us we could smoke banana peels? Great, <laughs> right, there goes my teeth. oh It's dangerous. You could wind up in another.
2: Something minute. tells me we ain't in Kansas no more, photo. Oh. Oh. What's he saying? He's going to kick off. What are we going to do? About one to five of good behavior. Take the blow up. Whoa, now we are talking hyperspace.
0: My Science Project.
1: So this one was directed by Jonathan R. Uh, Batul, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, who he hasn't done many films. I think the only other movie he directed was Theodore Rex with Whoopi Goldberg. And everybody, of course, remembers that. Oh, gosh, I didn't uh, realize Unbelievable that. Oscar snub. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, essentially the, the film plot, to give you a very brief synopsis, not from the back of anything, but just off of my understanding of it, is... Uh, my Science Project tells the story of uh, a high school senior, Michael Harlan, who's a bit of a muscle car gearhead, uh, and he's desperate to put something together for his high school science project so he can graduate high school, and he steals a piece of UFO technology from the government because that's what you do, yeah. and it ultimately opens up portals between time and space, and he has to shut it down before it changes and engulfs and destroys the world. Yeah, that's pretty uh, much it's, And also Dennis Hopper with yes and oh, it stars yeah. <laughs> John Stockwell, Daniel Von Zirk and Fisher Stevens for once not playing somebody who's not Indian. Um and of of course a a more than a glorified cameo really with uh, Dennis Hopper.
0: Yeah, Richard uh, so. Richard Mazur in this as well. Oh, and Richard Mazur, yeah. Just I I, I kind of like Richard Mazur. Well, you may remember him Ryan from yeah. wonderful films like Mr. Boogity, But um no, I try and to the repress thing. traumatic
2: memories. And Eric. the thing, yeah, was, the I thing. remember, deep, yeah. But I, I, deep
0: down, he's a guy that pops up in '80s movies that I always kind of like. But man, is he! This is a special performance in this movie that I didn't remember whatsoever. And i, I if there's one good reason to to have rewatched this movie, it is definitely you know that performance uh, as the local sheriff yeah. by Richard Masser So,
1: oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, had either of you seen this one before?
2: You know damn well I haven't. <laughs>
1: uh, the answer should be yes
0: because everything in my memory tells me I've seen this movie. Until I started watching this movie, and then I went, "Oh, maybe I haven't seen this movie." But then it got to the end, and I was like, "Okay, I have seen this movie. I just blacked out, or I just blocked out most of the, you know, three quarters of this film until it got interesting well, at the end." So it, that's Which the thing—the most fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is
1: something we we kind of briefly mentioned. The movie's ninety-four minutes long. Yep. I don't know why I thought it was longer. It's ninety-four minutes long. It just feels and it, longer. God, it feels like at least <laughs> twice that, and it doesn't start getting interesting literally until the last twenty minutes. Yeah,
2: it was. It's almost. It's so jarring to the system that I literally at one point just went, "Is this the same movie?" Because I right. haven't been watching it. I've just been listening to it as I literally did anything else that i found more productive and this at one took... point when it changed i'm like no it must have skipped over to something else mm-hmm. this took nope, me this is the three
1: movie. days to finish uh, i got it done in that's two that's quite but... the fucking odyssey yeah yeah it, and it's it, it we we watched most of it the other night and i was falling asleep and my wife was like i'm i'm not falling asleep but i don't want to watch this anymore <laughs> that's <laughs> so fair and it was yeah. totally fair so we i yeah it, it there so there are things though about the story i like the pacing right off the bat terrible yeah it's it's, like, it's a slow starter yeah. and and yeah. it's it's 80 minutes of boring out of a 94 <laughs> movie yeah.
0: it even um, it even takes a good 20 minutes of screen time to really get into what this movie's all about like when are, yeah. when do they you know they finally he goes on the date with the nerdy girl they break into the Military base, there's a hole in the fence, you know, kind of thing, and uh, steal the UFO technology. That's you got to be almost, but at minute thirty, by the time all of that takes place, before we even like see, you know, the device that's going to be the the kind of crux of the entire plot of this movie. So yeah, it's, pacing wise, it's it's you know, and, and most likely that's that's because there's not a whole lot of substance to the script. It's a little padded out, but um, yeah, it's not a to- it's not yeah, a hundred I mean, percent terrible idea or premise for an 80s you know sci-fi teen comedy or no. whatever but yeah it just takes a long time to get to the point
1: yeah i mean there the, the very beginning of the movie you have the you know it's set in in 1957 and you see this ufo is crashed and it's in this hangar and they have a, a, a actor robert beer plays Eisenhower, who shows up Quite and tells him Eisenhower, to get rid of it. By the way, actually does pretty well. It's like a lookalike, <laughs> but he tells him like to take the the engines out of it, right, and destroy the rest of it. And so, essentially, what this kid finds in 1985 is an engine, which is is a pl- one of those plasma balls you used to find at Spencer's gifts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with some like shit glued uh-huh. to the side of it to make it look. It's essentially the cosmic key for Masters of the Universe. And anyway. they spent it entirely... Actually, like... the
2: Cosmic Key was a yeah. lot fucking more it original It was. I like the Cosmic Key. It really key. was. This, yeah. this this, and they was. spend, like, five whole minutes playing
0: with the, like, ball like it's really cool. And it's like, no, we all saw this thing. You could just buy this at the shopping mall when we were kids. So, like, you know. Right. And that was contemporary, right. kind of, to this. So, I don't, even then, I don't think this was impressive special effects, necessarily. But. <laughs> right. I mean, I think
2: there's a reason that the military, like, just threw away alien tech so easily. Yeah. I mean, bird. I
1: do think it's kind of clever, and I guess that's one of my biggest complaints about this movie: is, is that it you
2: think it's clever. <laughs> you
1: have the potential; like they introduce elements, where I'm like, oh, you could really go somewhere with that, and they don't. Like
2: the whole idea of, you know, what wow, happened? They said you could really go somewhere with this, and they looked behind them at the budget. And went never mind. <laughs> yeah, that I'm sure that's
1: a big part of it, because I I think the, the, the whole idea act. of this device that opens up portals between time and space is an engine from an alien spacecraft. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think right. No, I think, like yeah, the premise is yeah, kind that of cool. makes well, sense. Even
0: the whole idea of you that know kind sense. of misfit, you know, high school kids coming across this technology and opening up portals to. That's cool. I think you could make a whole like you could make a whole Netflix series out of that these days. You know,
1: you know, right, to different right. Portals it's to different just places. not.
0: It's just not very well put together.
1: This is a this is a classic example of a movie with like the you know the phrase half baked script or half baked story is kicked around a lot. This is a classic example. Mm-hmm. You have elements here baked, where you could say. really, really go somewhere with it and. You know, it, 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 there are things about this, like the pacing of this, that remind me of, I think it was tech, our first episode ever, Waxwork, right? Uh, yeah. Um, it reminds me of Waxwork in a way where you've got this the basic storyline, and then at the end it's like a big fuck-all, mm-hmm. right? You know, it like, kind of like goes crazy. It, it, it I all, compared... like all hell breaks loose, right? Except at least Waxwork had cool shit happening. Well, and Waxwork, like each
0: little and like, they zap to had its own little story going on. Like they didn't little do story, anything like right? that here. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. I never saw Waxworks. I wasn't part of that. But I would compare this to those shitty store bought shortbread cookies that, like, this cookie itself has no fucking flavor. I guess at least the frosting is sweet, <laughs> referring to the third yeah, act. Yeah.
1: Right, and even I that don't enjoy the so frosting, rushed.
2: but I enjoy it's it compared than to the nothing. rest of the
1: cookie. Or it's <laughs> kind of like Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods does the same kind of thing, which is a little bit more of a contemporary film, but at this point it's still like, what, yeah. 10 years old. Um, You know, Cabin Indeed. in the Woods does the same thing. It's It's got, but at least that has like a more interesting, again, shit is happening, and there's these vignettes, not vignettes, but there's like, you're jumping back and forth with, with different settings in Cabin in the Woods. And then at the end, it's, you know, oh, my God, everything crazy's happening. <laughs> everything um, is crazy is happening. We power... just built
0: a bunch of weird sets inside of an actual high school, it looks like. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, that's the thing. It's It's amazing that, again, 94-minute movie and about 80 of those minutes it's spent with them realizing that the gizmo, as they call it, this device... Opens up another portal to different dimensions of time and space when they hook it up to an electrical circuit.
2: Oh, how they hook them up! With like <laughs> car
1: batteries and shit.
2: Or they strip the wire and just plug it straight into the yeah, fucking I, outlet, which was the it. teacher. The I, teacher. There was did yeah. a kid
0: in our grade school that did that to the um, outlet, and it just browned out half the school. So, you know. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I. So I have to do. Have to ask this ongoing question. When it comes to these type of scientific topics, to our regional local scientist, Joe Peterson. Joe Peterson, I have a question. Does it science? (laughs) No. Not even a little. Okay, there it is. (laughs) God, no. No, that's going to be the recurring joke I'm going to have anytime (laughs) there's a science thing. I'm just going to go like, first of all, does it science? Okay, like.
1: The, uh, the suspension of disbelief with the basic idea of, like, here's an alien space tech engine that, you know, manipulates time and space. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, you just don't have travel. You gotta do it somehow. And, fuck it. Let's go with that goofy-ass shit, right? Um, and so, you have the inevitable end battle with and maybe I'm jumping the gun. No, no, this is this but, is the thing. You know, I we don't all think we are. I think we've movie, established so. the third yeah. act as worth. The big end battle <laughs> be, with like, oh, they're going through the school, and oh, well, here's the here's the stuff that was teleported from '60s. You know, it's, here's a Vietnam thing going on, and they got to work Rome, their way through Rome, that. And then Egypt. there's a yeah, Neanderthal. Neanderthal, ancient Egypt, ancient Rome. There, <clears throat> or there's a Neanderthal that's clearly not a Neanderthal. <laughs> it's like um, a bad
0: Bigfoot costume. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, and then there's the T-Rex that I, you know, details aside. Yeah, I was going to say, not, that's obviously and not a T-Rex
0: because of his extra finger, but...
2: And the suit—it was sorry, fucking long sorry, arms. Because oh of their God. extra finger. <laughs> I will say... Yeah. The, eff- oh. <laughs> uh, the effects on funny. the t-rex <laughs> i was actually uh, i'll keep it uh i would say the the digital effects on the t-rex were not digital wow holy fuck that's <laughs> poppet- a telling I that. no, but word. the effects on the fucking t-rex i was actually quite surprised by because i saw their fucking they- alien device and i'm like wow yeah, That's it the wasn't a went. dude
1: in a suit, it was like puppet work and I it wasn't kind. Horrible. of you know, it's like, okay, random Seraphot thing fire. Fantastic, yeah. but I
0: kinda like the dinosaur in this actually. It's just uh...
1: yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't yeah. hate it. I mean they blow a huge yeah. fucking hole in it, which is like <laughs> holy shit. Um yeah, they they I, blow up its stomach. Uh I, and I, and yeah, and then there's post apocalyptic mutants. Yes, of course. I will say which the most realistic
2: would've... fucking part of this movie I'm sorry, right, and go ahead. Okay, I was going to say the most realistic part of this movie, I hate to say, was the little incel who knows how to use assault weapons. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like that whole scene where they're showing this nerdy fucking kid who who established earlier Mm -hmm. on he's a stalker. He has so many fucking toxic traits. And he knows how to arm an assault rifle. And he's a high schooler. And I'm like, Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't think there were a lot of school shootings back then. At this time, what was his Not name? To the same Sherman degree is the character no.
0: played by Raphael Sparge. Sparge, maybe. Yeah, I don't know the actor, but mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it was a, uh, it was definitely a moment like, well, yeah. you got that right. Sadly,
1: well, yeah, the cast of this one, um, you know, main main character Michael, uh, is played mm-hmm. by John Stockwell. As we mentioned, the um, teacher is dennis hopper who uh, plays bob roberts which oh. is funny because actually noah fact, dennis dennis hopper Robert. is fantastic um, for yeah. every bit of his little bit of screen time he has in this movie yes yeah yeah he his his. Yes. it's worth the admission for him um uh, yeah. barry corbin is michael's father who god we've seen him in other stuff too <laughs> he's another one of these uh-huh. you know he's a face uh urban Cowboyster crazy war the games. father
0: character that was totally yeah.
1: not okay. needed in this movie that's having an affair with the avon
0: lady or whatever no um yeah which wasn't really an yeah. affair because they're yeah. no. i don't know they made it
2: kind of seem like it was scandalous or something yeah. but... okay what's with her weird like attraction Now we're on the fucking <laughs> subject i forgot yeah. about this cu- that couple what was the weird obsession that she seemed to have towards her now stepson like little hints there. Oh, yeah. did you guys pick up on like when she fixes her hair and shit like I wonder if they were trying to play it as like new stepmom trying to kids seduce. clearly detach from his mom oh sorry dis- detach from his dad's life and trying to make a good impression or yes is it stepmom trying to seduce and it's like I can't actually tell the difference think, between I, I, these two. I, I, I think yeah, it was I supposed so, to be too. the latter yeah
1: I think they were going for sleazy, and they were throwing everything yeah. at the wall to see what sticks. Uh, yeah, they These just made those, sticky walls. Disney they films yeah. that the Republicans Very sticky. are telling us they remember. So, yeah, well, it's mm-hmm. like it's a family thing, you know. Like she's trying to make it a family thing, and and it's, you know, whole <laughs> <all> family act. <laughs> anyway, you know, <laughs>
2: yeah, but Dennis, it, I was yeah. gonna say about Dennis Hopper. Can we? Talk oh, always. about Dennis yeah. Hopper. Dennis in this Hopper's movie. becoming a regular Oh, here yeah, he's show, fucking so. great. <laughs> yeah, I know. From the he, grave. So I got two things. I got two theories here that I'm going to throw out. But bear with me. <laughs> that, um, the way that he acts and the way that he's huffing fucking oxygen as a, <laughs> as a fucking science teacher in a high school, um,. I, I did uh, went two avenues here. The first one was, oh, this is a prequel to Blue Velvet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, I thought that too. Um, Second one, this is a prequel to the Super Mario Brothers movie. And Ooh. when he went back in time, he impregnated a T-Rex that led to the birth of King Koopa. And not only that, the little fucking weasel dude Fisher Stevens plays uh, also in that movie who plays one of the Koopa characters. Uh, People, oh
0: yeah that's right oh yeah, my god kids. he does i forgot about he that he does yeah
2: which by the way i'm gonna do a plug we reviewed that the boys and <laughs> i the other boys and i uh check it out yeah. uh that's yeah. as far as i'm gonna go yes but, please do but yeah uh so my head canon this movie was a yeah to and because of the movies. time space holes, uh, it could be we missed an both. opportunity to see why was this movie not Dennis Hopper travel through fucking time and space? missed opportunity. Yeah, I feel like with his get didn't the, the movie we
1: should have seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or we'll never instead, have it again. Or we see Fisher CGI. Stevens, you know, character of Vince who essentially, you know, gets <laughs> yeah. teleported yeah. out of Greece. <laughs>
2: no, oh, yes, I don't the mean musical. the country. I mean He's the He's just a musical. stereotypical um, um, I, I thought like you meant him. like the fucking tub. Well, that of yeah. Greece. Yeah because he is a slimy yeah. fucking character
0: fisher stevens is an yeah. interesting yeah, actor he's had an interesting career but he always kind of gets gets pegged into playing these kind really of is. like overly stereotyped characters that he is not racially appropriate for <laughs> like so,
2: yeah well no yeah i mean it doesn't help that you're when, you have, when you're a person who has yeah, a how does he hold his head, his head on his head there's like a like, bobblehead attribute i mean that seems kind of cruel but <laughs> like, you're not wrong <laughs> like i thought it was because like wow he's so young but i'm looking at a modern picture of him right now because i don't know cast names or actors yeah. and i'm like nope it stayed the same you're one of the few people who when they get older your neck <laughs> stayed small like a grandmother <laughs> but yeah, the head I mean, got
0: larger he, he's definitely like one of those face character yeah. actors that pops up in tons of things that's always interesting he's a good actor but yeah he I, I agree unfortunately <laughs> not
2: to pick on somebody's that's pretty terrible but yeah i well i i did feel bad it's nothing against the actor but as for the well, character, yeah, his characters fuck that guy what, he, he drops the f-bomb right. so many we're times not the word one, fuck but... the you <laughs> were comfortable with fuck it's like a second language to me <laughs> but um yeah, yeah
0: like yep. what a fucking In a Disney movie nonetheless well not technically Disney but yeah Touchstone
1: so.
2: yeah. yeah when they when when they took when the T-Rex took his yeah. character and yeah. picked it up I'm like take him
1: you <laughs> know and it's it was interesting because there's a number of times because this was a Touchstone film obviously no, I like bet it was PG, PG I think it is PG because
0: like I know I know own this movie PG
1: um, let's see I have it right for It's it was PG at the time um, yeah so sorry pg okay yeah and you can tell there's clearly some times when fuck should have been said but they said funk (laughs) my fate the only thing i remember about this movie the only thing is the t-rex in the gym and vince looking up and saying it's god funking zilla (laughs) that's the only memory i had and it was exactly as i remembered it which was weird that brief moment like T Rex and then a shot of them looking up at him saying it. And that's exactly but that that's when I realized I, I will tell you if anything <laughs> else about this movie.
2: They say he's that's, got <laughs> to go. I was gonna go, say go, if go I ever start a funk Zilla. band, which of course yeah.
1: will, won't ever happen.
2: <laughs> so I start hitting the hit start hitting yeah. the fucking bass guitar. God, God you know. funking Zilla is a somebody's band name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also they also have um Danielle von Zernack as ellie sawyer who is yet another example of the cute girl <laughs> who will put a retainer and Yeah, she's a giant nerd nerdy except yeah, and, yeah not at all like you know like, our hero yeah our hero will we... notice wow she's you know hot or whatever
2: can we talk about what it was with this time period where like the typical like uh nerdy kid trade is <laughs> yeah. oh they yeah. have a retainer yeah uh, yeah. There's a lot of people who have retainers those, who aren't nerds. Kind of nerd, so. Anyone who's had any like, kind of dental reconstruction Yeah,
1: I, I don't get what it was, and we, we mentioned this off the earlier, but what was it about this time period of the 80s when everything had to be referencing like the 50s, late 50s, early 60s? Oh yeah, almost like the doo wop. Maybe, maybe
2: you actually right, like all the nerds had to have like these V neck. Maybe you actually touched on something bringing button-ups. up
0: Greece earlier, and I'm not sure what you're that movie came out off the top of my head but um that connection to the 50s might have I'll something to out. do with why all of a sudden there's this uh because there's a lot of 50s stuff in here i mean and this this movie intentionally i think had a little bit of a basis in 1950s like ufo kind of films but you got your main character being like greaser car dude you got your nerds that are stereotypical like you know glasses and uh pocket Pocket protectors, yeah, and you know, automatic AK-47. weapons, like you do when you're a nerd. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then, oh my god, so the it's fucking it's laugh. Yeah. got a lot of those tropes of a 1950s film, and I think some of that's obviously intentional. But you, as you mentioned earlier, I think there is a lot of that in the 80s for some reason, like a, an obsession with uh, that era. Yeah, yeah. well, Grease
1: came out in '78, which you know, okay, so late eight, late 70s, early 80s. And I guess if you think about the fashions of the 80s, there was mm-hmm. a brief like 40s, 50s, 50s. Well,
0: I mean, especially like the leather like and gear kind style. of style from
1: the uh, 50s, uh, especially the
0: greaser look was certainly kind of had a resurgence yeah. in the 80s as well.
2: Well, yeah. And I, kids I mean, are dr- starting to dress like we did in the yeah, 90s. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, that's shit. true. Yeah. I'm having to admit, admit that. I mean,. Um well yeah, if you think about it, you know, Back to the Future came out the same year, eighty five, right. and that's about time yeah. traveling it back to nineteen fifty. Big time fifties thing, yeah. yeah. So it was in it was in the collective, you know, cultural it was in takes the... big hit
2: of pipe. Time, man. <laughs> I, I get to use so this irrelevant. word in,
1: a, in in an actual context. It took hold of the zeitgeist at the time. Oh ah, well, never go. actually got to use that word appropriately in a context. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever was culturally significant at the time. So but this, yeah, I can see how this has been. This one has been compared to Back to the Future, um, but gosh, this time he when this came out, Back to the Future came out the mm-hmm. same year. So did Real Genius and Weird yeah, Science. Yeah, this
0: is. I was gonna say definitely this is the lesser you know sibling of those films for sure. Not that it's totally devoid of anything good, but I do thought I find it interesting in uh, in Sweden. Apparently, this movie was uh, marketed as a mix of Ghostbusters and Back to the Future and was actually retitled Time Busters. So, uh, which is a much better title and a a more appropriate Mm. kind of, but it's a much more catching title.
2: So, (laughs) Uh, I think that's a totally
0: different movie, but
2: yeah, yeah. and I I think,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah. I mean, it would still have vents in it,
1: true. Well, do we um, kind of a short review, but do we have any uh, final thoughts on, uh, on a review and a on yeah. grade for my science project?
0: Sure. Uh, um, I did want to say I, air, I thought I review? caught
1: and maybe I'm just having like weird
0: science flashbacks, but I thought I caught Michael Berryman as one of the like uh, post apocalyptic like warrior men in this movie, and it's kind of like did they just like borrow him from the Real Science set because it's exactly the same character that he. Like, he doesn't have any lines in this movie but i swear it's him i'm gonna go back and look and find out I, he's not on the cast list but um it's kind of like they're like hey barryman you're already dressed up like that hmm. so uh
1: come over." since you always play the same character in 80s movies yeah just get him from the same set as weird science don't even change the costume <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <laughs> Anyway, yeah,
0: it's this movie is not fantastic and it really drags in the beginning. If you can get through the first 30 minutes, it's much better than that first 30 minutes would lead you to believe. Um generally it's pretty fun, entertaining stuff, but it's not, you know, it's not anywhere as good as the three contemporary films that you just mentioned. Uh it's kind of the like lesser sibling of those. Um it's it's very 80s dated especially when it comes to sensibilities some of the language and stuff in it um generally i enjoyed it but it is not the movie i remember at all but then again after i started watching it i figured out like i actually probably don't remember this movie really except for the dinosaur so that's kind of how i land on it now like uh the last 15 minutes of this are a fun watch like it's actually uh once it actually gets to doing what it does it's it's okay but uh it takes too long to get there so i'm gonna just give it a middle of the road c um which is probably being a little bit generous but i didn't hate it it's uh
2: yeah all right what do you think ryan <laughs> there's nothing new i could really say that i haven't already said it, it's just the last part of the movie's better like it does everything else so generically like i have a hard time believing that like the lead male interest is like such a hottie that he needs to be like interviewed and shit but, uh, like, there's just a lot of stretches there. And it's like, I think Dennis Hopper was just there to get high. And I think there was a missed opportunity to use Dennis Hopper more, if you have him. Instead, he just gets a one really weird, lengthy speech. And you're like, yeah, this teacher's already stoned. Like, And all that Dennis Hopper is doing is just moving his hands around and talking about, like, oh, it's so infinite. It's like a donut. I love donuts. I don't know. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but <laughs> and it's just like, God, I want to see the footage where the, where the, like the effect isn't mm-hmm. there. And it's just like, wow, Dennis Hopper, you will be missed. Um, but you know the last fucking, the last chunk of the movie, last 15 minutes is the, is of the most interesting part. And it's interesting, but I also have to wonder, is that, is it because the rest of it is so bad that it, like, I, I see this as a life, life vest floating in some dank fucking ocean of shit it's like ooh, a life vest i'm saved but i'm still in a ocean of shit um i don't know it seems like a philosophical query i'm gonna give it a a strong c minus because it really is a movie where it's just like this isn't really worth the attention but also it's not bad enough to be entertaining either like like when you look at it as a whole, it's like just watch the last fucking chunk of it on YouTube if you really want to get the experience because there's some cool shit in there. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly the T-Rex for me. Yeah, <laughs> I was very I, impressed by the one effect.
1: I, I I I would have to agree with a lot of a lot of both of that. But yeah, I think this one it because the the, the beginning of it sets it up to be very interesting. The the majority of the middle kind of the mantle of this movie is like boring as hell it there's a whole bunch of nothing that happens i would compare it to development... like the,
2: the disney live action movies of like the 60s yeah
1: i would see i could see that i mean it it just kind of builds up to go nowhere and then at the end they throw <laughs> yeah. this big exciting thing together but it's it doesn't feel that great because it pacing wise was just handled so far there's backstories and they go into character development for no reason like you like we mentioned before like the you know seeing uh michael's father and his girlfriend or whatever that doesn't do anything they never go back to it it's it's a waste of time it um it it reminds me of the uh the the mom in the movie society you know like they they put her in there for no reason right which we talked about before um at the same time i think because this came out with more superior dare i say superior Films like Back to the Future, Real Genius, and Weird Science. I feel like it has a seat at the table, but it's it's like the black sheep of the family. It's really kind of strange. So I'm actually also going to go with Ryan. I'm going to go with a C minus on this one. But uh, but we would love to uh, know what any of our Listeners think about this one, and if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms about my science project, please send them to the Video Junkyard Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Video Junk Pod or on Facebook at the Video Junk Podcast page. If you write it, we'll read it, and we would love to hear from you.
0: Also, if you like what you hear, we'd love for you to visit uh patreon.com slash video junkyard podcast and consider donating Got any uh, money? Either a dollar or two dollars to the uh to the podcast here. Everything we collect uh, does go sh- ba- straight back into producing the podcast. Uh, and there's some good um, perks there if you go for the $2 level, including um, some exclusive shows, which, uh, if, since this is a coming out this week i can actually say but uh which we have just posted a preview of uh, one of the older uh exclusive shows just went uh live on our soundcloud channel so you should all see that on your feed if you are listening however you're listening to the podcast that is just a little preview of the extra stuff that we're going to be posting on the patreon channel um so yeah just uh come over check it out if you feel like it's uh worth it we would um love to uh, have you as part of the video junkyard podcast family and uh coming up on the podcast next week as a uh companion to my science project we'll be checking out another 1980s science comedy called uh inner space which is a steven spielberg production directed by joe dante starring martin short dennis quaid you guys might remember that one uh next following that we're going to look at a couple of comedies 90s comedies uh dirty work and pcu uh, we got Nick Cage films. We got more 80s sci fi. We got kung fu movies. We got all kinds of great stuff
1: coming up on the podcast. Hopefully, uh, you will come back and join us for those. And we want to thank you once again for joining us on the Video Junkieard podcast and hope that you will subscribe and share. And until next time, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Eric Obranson.
2: And I'm Ryan Slaskill. I got nothing clever to say. It's Godfunking zilla
0: On Twitter, at VideoJunkPod, and on Instagram as VideoJunkyardPodcast, all one word. Want to thank you again for listening, and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard.